Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Manash. On today's show, we're taking a look at what's happening in the travel sector. Many real estate investors, even large commercial real estate investors, own portfolios of rental properties and portfolios of short-term rentals. This can mean short-term rentals in the core of the business district, or it could mean a ski chalet in the mountains or a cottage on the lake. All three of these are going to be affected by the dynamics of global travel. Travel is starting to rebound on a global basis. But it is a nuisance to spend a few hundred dollars on COVID tests in order to board an aircraft. Airfares were low in the summer in an effort to bring people back into air travel. But rising fuel prices and the financial pain of the past 18 months means that airlines have to charge more in order just to survive. Hotels have been struggling with incredibly low occupancies throughout the pandemic, but here too, the numbers are starting to improve. Several of the largest hotel brands, Marriott, Hilton, and Hyatt, reported their numbers for Q3. Occupancy rose 23.4 percentage points from 34.8% in Q3 of 2020 to 58.2% in the third quarter of this year. While occupancy may be up, nightly rates are still low as hotels try to compete for too few travelers. The folks at Hyatt reported their financials yesterday. Their revenue per available room is still down 31.8% compared with 2019, slightly better than the industry average, which is still down 35.5% compared with 2019. On a market-by-market basis, some markets are still far behind with revenue per available room night compared with 2019. For example, Orlando is running at 47% of 2019 levels. Miami has almost fully recovered to 96% of 2019 levels, and it's perhaps the best-performing market of any market in the United States. Leisure travel has returned, but the Delta variant has held back business travelers in particular. The airlines are struggling to ramp up staff. Many flight attendants need to go back into training, which means it'll be a number of weeks, even after they've been newly hired, for them to be airworthy. Labor rates have also increased in the hotel industry, and labor rate costs per available room have increased to $47.50 per night. That's among the highest in history. In the short-term rental space, summer travel on Airbnb used to be largely smaller groups visiting big cities, but this summer, the most popular type of travel was families flocking to remote destinations from their big city homes. In fact, family travel spiked from 27% of overall nights booked back in 2019 to 33% of summer travel in 2021. On a global basis, 42% of the nights booked were in rural destinations, and that's up from 32% in the summer of 2019. In our own short-term rental portfolio, we've continued to experience high occupancy. We've got a great product. We've seen occupancy rates well above 80%. But since international air travel has been suppressed, we have not seen the same global demand in the Rocky Mountains and therefore not the same nightly rate that we saw back in 2019. But we do remain confident the recovery is well underway. Where business is returning in cities is for longer-term stays. We're talking about global capitals like Montreal, Paris, Berlin, Rome, Barcelona, and London. For digital nomads who are looking for a change of scenery, the lower nightly rates for short-term rentals represent a real opportunity. If you can work from anywhere, then why not spend a month or two in London or Paris at a time when rates are affordable? For example, I spent the bulk of October in Rome and had a wonderful experience. Prior to the pandemic, airline load factors were averaging 82%, among the highest in history. In the past quarter, revenue passenger miles increased 59.6% at American Airlines compared with the same period in 2020, but that doesn't tell the story. Domestic air travel is up 67%, 
transatlantic and transpacific travel still way down compared with domestic. Passenger loads were only 33% in the third quarter on Pacific flights. That's an improvement over the 15% load factor in the same period of 2020, but it's still very low. So if your hotel or short-term rental is dependent on international travelers, you're going to have to wait a while longer to see your clients come back. Moments of weakness like this can represent an opportunity to acquire. For example, Hyatt acquired the Apple Leisure Group, which includes brands like Secrets Resorts, Dreams Resorts, Breathless Resorts, in addition to various travel brands like Funjet Vacations, Southwest Airlines Vacations, United Vacations, and Beachbound. The acquisition roughly doubles the company's resort footprint and adds 100 hotels and resorts in 10 countries to the portfolio. And at the same time, Hyatt's been divesting of properties that have been underperforming, and it sold about $3 billion of properties since 2017. Companies committed to generate another $2 billion in cash from asset sales over the next two years. This is a time for those in hospitality to pivot, to adjust to the new market conditions and to strengthen market share in places of high demand and be positioned to acquire bargains in places where hidden value exists. Having traveled several times in the past quarter, I can clearly see the return of leisure travel in the coming year and some amount of business travel. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.